You know, it doesn't matter what political stripe. When it comes to governments in Ontario and in Canada, they just have never met a rule that they didn't like, especially when it comes to your ability to get out of your head. So, for example, you want to go and pick up some scotch. Maybe maybe, maybe you're a little thin on cash uh, and you're looking for the bargain basement, which one is the cheapest in here, and why are all... Why are they all the same price? Because we have, in the province of Ontario, a social pricing responsibility code. So that means that there's a, a bottom uh, in terms of the, the amount you can charge for any kind of booze. Like that, that's a bare minimum. Nothing can be uh, sold for less than that. You got that. You ever tried to buy a 2-4 in the LCBO? Can't do it. Can't do it. Why? Because the new beer framework that the wind government uh, negotiated with the brewers retail in order to allow beer and wine sales in grocery stores means that multiples are pretty much the sole exclusive domain of the beer store. So you want a two four, you're going to be going down the street. You won't be able to get it here at the LCBO. And let's talk about cannabis for a second, shall we? Because, of course, now that is federally regulated by Health Canada, so now we go up a level in government. And when we start talking about cannabis-infused drinks, remember, you know, we're trying to get more products into the marketplace that people actually want because people don't want, necessarily want to smoke. They don't want to smoke something. They all go in and get myself a six-pack of these cannabis drinks. Well, wait a second. I can't because the rules are very specific about the amount of THC in a liquid. Here's George Smitherman. George Smitherman is now the president and CEO of the Cannabis Council of Canada, obviously a former uh, minister of the liberal government under McGuinty. Uh, here's where he talks about uh, Health Canada getting it all wrong. Health Canada kind of high when it comes to cannabis rules. In the cannabis environment, we're limited to the equivalency of 30 grams of dry flour for our personal possession. And this is what really creates our constraint. That's a reasonable amount of dry flour. But for some reason, when Health Canada created a formula called equivalency, they really got a myth on the drinks and they've created a scenario where the drinks are precious where they count for a huge proportion of uh, one's allotment of cannabis and worse than that they actually create an incentive for people to consume the beverages that are smaller and more potent so really we've been focusing on so much energy on just trying to get Health Canada to make an alteration to a list, which they've acknowledged for their own right isn't exactly working right. On the line with us is David Clement, who's North America Affairs Manager for Consumer Choice Centre, a consumer advocacy group. Is there a rule that the government doesn't like it? Is there any way that you can make sense of these cannabis rules? No. Um, I mean, I've tried to look at this every which way, and I can't see a rational basis for not only how the government has treated cannabis beverages and the formula, but really the underlying issue here is the law that states you cannot have more than 30 grams of cannabis mm. on why, your person. Why is that? Do we have? Has there ever been any good explanation? As George Smitherman has pointed out, you can load up your cart full of tequila, and they'll help you to the car with it. And then, but yeah. when it comes to cannabis, it's different. Yeah, I have. I, I, I've written about this at length over the last three or four years. I have not seen a single person give a, give a rational justification for this. And 
let's also put it into perspective. Not only will they maybe help you out to your car, you can go into a government-run LCBO if you're in Ontario and buy what would be a lethal amount of alcohol. Um, no one would want to add in all these crazy restrictions in terms of not being able to buy a case of wine or a two-four of beer. And yet, for some reason, we let um, we let the remnants of prohibition linger when we wrote the Cannabis Act. And I think that's really why this 30-gram possession law still exists. And because that possession law exists, that creates the purchase law, which is why we have the restriction on how much you can actually purchase as a consumer. I only got about a minute left, David, but what do you want, uh, what do you want Health Canada to do? I think the best way for Health Canada to approach beverages would just be to redo the formula so that it's more appropriate to the actual impact, right? So if you buy 30 grams of dry flour, that is a lot of cannabis for one person to smoke. Uh, but if you buy five cannabis beverages at two or two and a half milligrams of THC, that's like five or six tall boys, if that. Um, and once you look at it in that way, it's the government has really set up a system where it would be, if we use alcohol as an equivalent, it would be illegal to buy that sixth beer, but you could buy a bottle of vodka. And so we have to have a more proportionate approach to this. 